going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, it's me again, the host with the most, Andrew, aka Rapping Drew. And we're back again at the bar after an eventful week in football again. How are we doing, guys? Active. What's Active, good, people? What's good. Good. Yeah, very eventful, man. Mm. So what's happened then, Monia? Um, obviously, games left, right and centre. What, I think since we last recorded, three different, comp- no, four different competitions. Hallelujah. Bam. <laughs> Jesus. 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 All right, let's 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 start with the England team then. And um obviously the England team got announced this week for their um, I think it's World Cup qualifiers, isn't it? They yeah, World Cup yeah. qualifiers. Yeah. World Cup yeah. qualifiers and, and a friendly. And I think it's safe to say there was a couple of surprises in terms <laughs> of inclusions and exclusions. If I talk. Let me stay with Char actually, but let's start with the good news. Um yeah. Obviously, Jay Links is back into the England fold after a string of impressive performances for West Ham. Um, he has earned himself a call up again after after three years. I think um, has this been well deserved? You think? Oh uh, yeah, man. I think um, I think I was even saying it in the chat. I think before when there was like rumours around it, that I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Links goes to Euros, and I still stand by that. Um, I think a lot of it will depend on obviously injuries and, and suspensions, probably. Um, but I think. Um, in terms of his own, his own, I've, obviously, I know we'll talk about the games in a bit more detail um, when, when we sort of move on. But yeah, he's he's been like a, a, a fresh um, piece of life, really. I mm. think he's um, he he's got the energy. Um, I think Prez was saying it um, a few weeks back when they first signed him um, that mm. they have a lot of ball carriers, but they don't have someone that can sort of take the ball um, up the pitch. Um, yeah, and Jay, that's that's Jay Lings, that Jay, that's Jay Ling's bag. So. So yeah, man, congrats to him. I think it, it, it probably tells a lot about his character because he was getting, I remember when there was the season where he didn't score or assist until the last game of the season against Vesta. He was getting ridiculed. Like, <laughs> he was a meme, basically. Um, so for him to come back and obviously show that he's still got it is, is testament to him, to be honest. Yeah, well, his output, isn't it? I've, I saw he's got the most goals and assists apart from Bruno or joint most with Bruno since he moved. And bear in mind, Bruno's had an extra game compared to Lingard. So like you say, with the goals and assists, lacking, all he's done since he's moved is output. And he's been brilliant. Yeah, yeah I think it's like five goals, three assists. Like, yeah. in, very in, ter- in terms of performance as well, like his overall performance has been good as well. I think it's the energy, not man. just the output. Yeah, it's the energy. I think, I th- and the thing is with, with Jesse Lingard, I think a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, yeah, like we already know he was a baller," but like he, he everyone kind of forgets he he scored a lot of important goals to United, like at different stages. He never was the ten to fifteen goal a season guy. Um, no, I, I think everyone kind of feels that he's limited in that sense. But um, I, I always thought he would, there was there was there was a spot for him at United. Um, I don't think a starter. I think a squad player. But but he yeah he he's showing us that like he can obviously give as much as he he, he can take. Pulling from that char, so I must have seen somewhere there is like um, a potential. Whether it's just word on the street, but West Ham yeah. might be looking to do make this permanent with the form that Lingard's in now. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, on one hand, I look at it and say like he'd be a sick option to still have. So I'd, obviously, the the United fan will be. Like probably like selfish and be like, yeah, let's bring him, let's bring him back. However, I, I realize he, I think he's twenty eight. Yeah, that's what year. I was gonna say. His age. Um, I think he he's probably got a decent, especially the way he's shopping himself in 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 the Premier League now. 
we could probably get a lot like probably 10 to 15 mil more than what we probably would have got if we sold him originally so and I think obviously with Meh. the summer coming now with um with uh people having issues spending money with with covid I think yeah that that extra couple couple mil might might help so uh, yeah I wouldn't be against selling them to be honest all right man Kenna let me go to you man because um Another another huge surprise inclusion is that of Jude Bellingham. Now, for me, it's interest it's interesting this particular one because he's only 17 years old. Um, but at the same time, he's extremely rich in first team football. But um the England under 21 team, they have a European, they have their Euro, they're starting their Euro campaign already. So it would have made sense for him to join that team. So what do you think his part is gonna be in this current England setup in the big boys? Uh, he's a unique talent for me, man. Um, I think I remember saying in the summer where he's just got a bit of everything but wasn't sure what his specialty was. And I think still, he, he's 17, he's a kid. He, in five years' time, he'll be pro- probably a completely different player, but he's just so good, man. If you look at him on the ball, he's just graceful. He's six foot three, six foot four. He's quick, he's strong. It's almost quite unique if you look at that England side. He's I know someone's a big fan of Ruben Loftus-Cheek, but he's what Ruben Loftus-Cheek people expected to be, of where he's just, yeah, he's, he's a great player, man. I, I really like him. I don't know what role he'll play, if any. He realistically, he's just going for experience, but, but that's, he's way that's, too good for the 20. He's, he's too good spot, for 21. That's a spot wasted, though, isn't it? Bro, but oh, have you seen the French team? Bro, you have, you're winning a Euro, European trophy, man. He should have, I think he should have been on... But who else would go instead of him, realistically? There's no one who can I, say yeah, 24, yeah. 25, who deserves to go ahead of him. There isn't. There do, you remember, yeah. do you remember yeah, a few I'm months sure ago when up. we had the conversation about some of these youngsters going for experience? This is what we're talking about. But, this, but this isn't it. I think this is completely I think different. He's going because to you're play. saying that. No, no, no. I'm not sure. No, not not no, to no, start, no. but... He well, should, man. I, if he's I, not I going to the European yeah, under 21, yeah, then he should do something. Yeah. As a youngster, what's the point breath, of going to travel don't, with don't, a squad just for experience? If you, you I wouldn't look at it that way. I wouldn't look at it that way. Look at it. Who who deserves to go over him? And I don't say... No, that's my point, though. That's why I, I think go. he's going to play. But I don't think he's going to play because that's two different things because you can go because you're the best player but it doesn't mean you'll play, if that makes sense. Of where, mm. There's no one else who's 24, 25 who deserves to be ahead of him but in the same breath, he doesn't mean he'll play. He would just go as a great option to he's come may- on. He's maybe benefiting from a few injuries as well. That's my point, anyways, yeah. But I yeah. think if he does go, he'll go and he, not play every game. Oh, but, but, but. I, I think he, you'll see him. He's been in the last, I think, two squads. He's made it with, with no injuries. He's been in the squads. So no, if anything, Cap, Ling, Ling, Cap, Lingard's Phillips the one. guy was injured, no? That Phillips was injured. That one. No, no, no. The, se- the second time round, he wasn't. Mm. Jude's Jude's going man ahead of Calvin it's probably the, it's probably where we're we're least I think so I don't yeah. I, I see I, I see him not playing every game but I see him coming on and and maybe I don't think he'll even come on to be honest I don't think he'll even come on but nah he's a great talent man I, I love him I love him yeah but I mean what has possibly surprised us all if not the most <laughs> <laughs> surprise you <laughs> That's what I said. If not most of us, is that Trent Alexander Arnold has not been included for this round of fixtures. Get out, Joe. And his inclusion for the Euros is hanging on a thread. Jake, is this a case of the manager not knowing how to use Trent in the system? <laughs> or is this some is Southgate somewhat justified by saying Trent hasn't been it this season? So therefore, I'm taking the other guys. 
Where um, do you stand? So you're right. Trent has obviously declined. We can't negate that. But he's declined from one of the best right backs, if not the best right back in the world, to just a very good right back. I, I'm, I don't see how either Trippier or Reese James is going in front of him. You can take one of them. That's fine. Mm. But Trent is the better right back. I don't. I can't have any argument over that. Like you can definitely say Trent's regressed. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. But you can't argue both Reese James and Trippier have been better than him. I won't mention Kyle Walker because Kyle Walker's not in that discussion. He's going to play right centre back. We're not going to play four at the back. Gareth Southgate is going to play that three at the back, and he's going to play Kyle Walker there. I'm adamant over that. Mm. But yeah, so yeah. So I you think, think it's more of a system thing then that that he didn't select Trent? Nah, I, I was I was just going to say I think it's not a system thing. I think Gareth Southgate is trying to send a message of, yeah, yeah. look, you need to be a well-beater. For Keep this him guy. on his toes. Yeah. And I think it's also maybe a rest because I know he was rested like leading up to it, thinking he'd get the call up. And I've yeah. read that apparently like Klopp and all the people at Liverpool are incensed at Southgate saying, how can you not call him up? Which I completely agree with. But I think Trent just needs to take this and just sort of end the season the way on a, on you know, high, can just take yeah. a couple of days away mentally, mm. but yeah, I, I mean, I know there's Trent haters out there, but I cannot see Trippier in that side. I really can't over Trent. I really, really can't. Yeah, go on, Sabs. No, I just thought, uh, just to echo, obviously, what Jake said. I, I feel like uh, Southgate just did this to get Trent a bit hungry because he's he has been complacent, and I think we all agreed. Uh, that Trent this season was a shadow of what he was last year. But towards, you know, the last four or five games, I think you mentioned uh, in the in the chat, Andy, that um, he's picked it up. And if Jesse Lingard has been based off four or five games, then why not Trent? So I just feel like it's just a thing to, look, keep him on his toes. Let's get the best out of him in the last 10 games. But he'll, I, I think he'll definitely go. I- I totally disagree. Yeah, same. totally disagree because Southgate doesn't Trent, fancy him. Trent at his peak. Yeah, Trent at his yeah, peak. He, he didn't stop England. England. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> fancy him, bro. Started, like, I mean, at the start of this year, though, he at the start of this year, Trent played. Uh, yeah, he played because England, of, I think no, he, but he, but he didn't play. No, no, no. But he didn't play well at I the start he, of this year mm, when they went to. Where was it? Where was it? They went uh, where um, uh, Greenwood and yeah, where Greenwood and Fing got bagged. I think you. I think he played him because he he couldn't. Basically, he couldn't not play him. I I I see it being a form thing. I think I almost. But I'm saying the going. But I'm just saying the going 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 thing. Trent will go. Yeah, no, I I, 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 think off to get him. Do see him going? Keep him on his toes. I think. I do see him personally. There's there's no point of doing. I don't see the positives of doing this if you're Mm. not planning for him to go. There's no benefits to anyone because if anything, it gets the hopes of Reese James slash Kyle Walker slash Trippier up, and you might even lose. Trent on your side, if that makes sense. It's either yeah. you take him, I disagree, him, man, or you leave him out. You leave him out completely. That's what I would think. To be honest, I I actually disagree myself. To be like the the way I look at it with Trent is is simple, and like why are we talking about having to try fit in all right systems for a right back? Like think about some of the best generational talents there's ever been. There's never been a conversation about systems and how to fit like a right like he's a he's a right back in it like his job is initially to to to, to defend in it and like surely even if he's not doing what he's meant to be doing in terms of output his his role as a right back should should still be in place and it's almost like 
tri- like Trippier, I, I guarantee you, even if Trippier, Trippier and um, Reese James weren't assisting, they they'd still start for their clubs because they're they're, they're okay with decent right backs. So I just feel like the Trent thing. If you actually, if you've watched England over the last sort of twelve to twelve to eighteen months, I don't think Gareth Southgate fancies him that much as a player. I think he realizes that a lot of what Trent is good at is in the system with Liverpool, where obviously he's he's got the other players around him. I don't think that's the way Southgate plays. Oh, do, do, do you know what's crazy? Like out of all of this, what people think, people think he looks better when uh, Henderson's cover him, etc. In a back three, this is where Trent should yeah, come that's my point. his yeah. own. This that's is my a point. magic yeah. thing. No I don't defensive. know why. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But, 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 but if, if, if Southgate had anything about him, he would he would use it into his favour because um, Prez, one of our favourite right-backs, right Hakimi. Hakimi can't defend, but going yeah. forward, Hakimi's one of the best forwards in a, in a back three and that's yeah. how I would almost see utilising Trent in a in a non-Liverpool system of where whoever it is, Kyle Walker or whoever the right side centre-back is, would protect slash look after uh, Trent and just go, yo, play your own game and do what you need to do. So it's such a weird decision. But yeah, weird in the end, I, th- I, but I think I agree. It doesn't deserve to start, but it definitely is good enough to be in the squad, 100%. I think Southgate, he's going to struggle. Because let's say we have a bad Euros, right? And Trent also has a bad Euro and Southgate ends up leaving. I think that's going to be a big factor in him because we can all see the talent Trent has and if he doesn't get the best out of him, Charlie, you can make your argument about system and whatnot and that's I can see that. But you see the newspaper headlines, you see social media. If we come out of bad Euros and Trent doesn't have a good Euros, that'll be one of the first things that comes up. Why didn't we get the best out of Trent? Mm. Damned if you do and damned if you don't, basically. Um, United boys, are you, are you guys somewhat surprised that... Um... I know Juan Bissaka hasn't like completely switched allegiance officially, but are you surprised that Southgate is not considering him at all? Or is this something that you're thinking, yeah, he's not good enough for England? Yeah, uh, it is a weird one, but I think, you know, Southgate has gotten to the point where he kind of has, certainly in the recent sort of uh, international fixtures, he has his kind of pool of players that he picks from. And Wambasaka has never been in that sort of fold anyway. I mean, if you look at his his performances in the league, um, you know, he's he's kind of come on in leaps and bounds in in terms of his, let's say, going forward um and, and creating chances. I think he along with Luke Shaw, they're the two highest out of the defenders uh in chances created in the Premier League. And um you know, although I test will show that he doesn't obviously look the the, the most aesthetically pleasing, um, you know, he's he's trying to he's trying to work on that side of his game. Um, but I think in terms of you know getting called up for England, I think he's kind of accepted that that ship has sailed. Unfortunately, um, even though you know, and there's a lot of competition on that right hand side um, as well. Yeah, uh, but right to backs. say like to say like, um, what did he say? He was like, yeah, there's other amazing talents like Cash, and there was another Donny that he mentioned. Hey, like- and I'm- who a- ailing, yeah, ailing. That's Aling's the one that pissed me off. As well. And I'm yeah. thinking, what? But one Bissaka, yeah, he, he plays for the ops, but one Bissaka's he Finn should be top three. Real finit, like, yeah, no, nah, he's it's weird, man. I don't think, yeah, it's, it's better. He just, like, he just doesn't fancy him, man. Doesn't fancy him, basically, yeah. <laughs> I see. If you're gonna play wing backs, I, I get the one Bissaka argument, although Prez is absolutely right, he has come on leaps and bounds that since the turn of the year in terms of attacking. Mm. But if you're calling up Kyle Walker to play right center back. 
Why can't Wan Bissaka do that job? He'll do it better. Probably. Yeah, that's Wait, you, you, do you guys genuinely think that Wan Bissaka will be a better choice at right centre back than, than Kyle Walker? Well, I yeah. said this a few weeks ago. People rubbish me. Why I mean, not? Attack I'm him, sorry. Attack I'm him 100%. A hundred yeah, percent. I get that. I get that. Wan Bissaka's bet. The only thing Carl Walker has to let, let him land. Let him land. Yeah, let me so, hear Mitch. Mitch, go on. Yeah, what, what, what I was going to say is obviously Wan Bissaka is obviously you know very good defensively, and a right centre back probably would be a good option. However, this is Carl Walker who's been for, with Southgate for since the last big competition. So again, it all comes to a bit of loyalty as well. That's why Kyle Walker will be selected. Oh I'm yeah, we re- not we understand why. They're talking yeah. about ability and capability. Right, so to oh, okay, position. okay. Oh, ability was then I would say yeah. We'll see, Kyle Walker. I mean, Kyle Walker is you know he's been you're back pedaling, I get where Mitch is coming from completely because you go to an international tournament, you want the people that you know are going to perform certain ways. Like you want to know, mm. you've got so many players that are gonna. But do you know, thing. but Jake, but you know, if you go to the latter stages and Carl Walker wow. faces a certain, yeah. certain attacker, he's getting spun. Yeah, like, as one Bissaka's proven but, with good, good attackers. This is what, this is what I mean by yeah. there's there's uh, that pool of players that Southgate has chosen from that he 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 has been with. Like these men have said, that's why I think he's kind of just out of favor in that. You'll live and die by it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. He's, he's laying his bed now. He has to rest in it because, do you know who, uh, last point, who reminds me of? Deschamps. Deschamps is exactly oh, yeah. the same as yeah, Southgate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's core group. Facts, facts, facts. If you're in it, you're in it. And but, he, he, but Deschamps pro- proven he's, 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 exactly. he's, he's proven right. Yeah. So this is his second but tournament. That's the point. Let's see, let's see what Southgate does. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, man. All right, more power to them, obviously. Um, I'll be personally supporting England from afar, but... I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I know Jake, Jake, Jake will be up there waving the flag. Of course. But I don't know about the rest, but yeah, man. I know Monyo as well, actually. He loves England. Hey, so it's so a, so a man. Yeah, for sure they'll be they'll be one of the favorites regardless, man. But let's move on. Um let's go, let's go to the games, man. And let's start with my, you know, my beloved Liverpool. Uh, we obviously we booked a routine win against Wolves on Monday. Uh, Diogo Jota first time toe poke done their dance after some great play from the front three. Um, we were not active in Europe all this weekend, so it was a bit quiet on our side. Other than the Champions League draw, which sees us playing against Real Madrid in a few weeks' time. So Kenna, um, yeah, what do you make of that draw and our path to the final? Our supposed path to the final, if we, you know. To be honest, I won't complain. I think as soon as the draw came out, I was like, you're very... I wasn't scared of anyone for one, actually. I was in the Champions League in the latter stages. You have to play the best. So the easier, the better, but I wouldn't have minded. But you avoid Bayern, you avoid City, and who's the other one? You avoid PSG. Mm. You can't complain, man. I'm, I'm happy. Beat them. Play Chelsea in the, in the semis. Beat them. Roll to Istanbul. Here we go again. <laughs> you man are going to get Jeremy in I can just see it hey, nah, you know I feel like, I feel like Madrid are going to move to these boys hey listen oh, man, that's what these men have been crying for a rematch since that final so they've got in on it so here's your chance to prove you and Liverpool are they seem, quite they seem confident the they, seem, they seem confident though these Liverpool boys yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the Liverpool boys yeah they are very confident it's all on record now bro. no no but there's there's almost there's no fear of where I'm like, okay, we, you have to play the best. This is the uh, thing. It's it's not one of the big boys. We're one of the favorites. And if you if you if you, if you talk, if you talk to if you talk to um actual Real Madrid fans as well, they're shook. 
So oh, sorry, actual. Uh, you know, sorry. if you if you talk to actual, and, and you know, Spanish that, Johnny's that Spanish dialogue. Yeah, uh, I got that. Uh, that Vaba, Spanish correspondent. Even Aruba, yes, say less. <laughs> oh, man talking in the, in, the, in, the, in the shopping center or something. Bro, hey, I know actual Madrid fans, bro. They're not happy, so boy. So yeah, fact, but, I think Liverpool match up brilliantly from Real Madrid because I think, uh, that's, yeah, I think Madrid agree. team are so old. Like that centre mid, you've got Cruz and Modric still running the park. They're going to want to dominate possession because they're not going to want to give up any opportunities to yeah. Liverpool. And that's going to feed right into them because Liverpool can do what Liverpool are brilliant at, and that's playing on the counter. Like, got, if they got that Thiago in the midfield, then it's equal, boy. Yeah, I, I think, uh, to be honest, man, all jokes aside, I think both teams are happy with each other, drawing yeah. each other. That's I what think. I'm saying. That I, yeah, yeah I, I think um, you're, we're exaggerating to say Liverpool are yeah, licking yeah, yeah. their lips. Madrid are also yeah. licking Madrid, their lips. Madrid will be looking at it like, yeah, based, Liverpool. Is, based on current form. No, 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 Kenna. I think, I think from what I'm sensing is. No, nah, not licking their lips, but they're thinking, okay, Liverpool is not like they're not in the best. It's not the real Liverpool. Yeah, that's what you'll think. There's yeah. no Van Dyke. There's no, you yeah, know, we can do something here. Hundred percent. Benzema's on the form yeah. of his life. High scoring, do you reckon? Sorry. You reckon it'll be high scoring? Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Both teams can't defend at the moment. I do, to be fair. BTT has both games. Let me move, man. Press. Let me stay with you. Obviously, I mentioned Diego Jota. Um, earlier um, mm. what have you made of his spell at LFC so far obviously him being in the team has been pretty synonymous with how well we've been um, in mm. and out um, is this money spe- money well spent how have, what, what have you made of him so far I think he's a he was a bargain I think he's turned out to be a bargain and I think um, the, the period that he's been out um, and the period leading up to his injury he showed uh, his influence and impact like almost straight away. Um, you know, he, he was easing to the team. Um, the, the formation was slightly rejigged to accommodate him and for good reason. Um, and he's um, hit, I feel like he's hit a, a, a another level uh, in terms of his goal scoring abilities. So, yeah, I think great signer for Liverpool and um, he could be the key to your your late resurgence in the season. So hopefully he can he can keep fit. Yeah. Yeah, for real, man. Um uh, let, let me go to tabs because um you know there's strong rumors going around earlier early in the season as well that um Genie Wijnaldum is heading to Barcelona. Um and as of recent it's also been said that he's actually signed a pre pre contract. So he's it's been agreed basically on that side. Mm. Um how big of a loss do you think this will be for Liverpool? Um, Basically, I mean, how do you rate how do you rate Genie? I think he's one of them just unsung heroes that you know he does every all the work in the background, and I'm sure Kenna will probably disagree, uh, or you will. But yeah, I won't um, let him talk, man. Now, not me, bro. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, um, he seems to be even like my father's a Liverpool fan, and he seems to be one of his favorite players. That if he's not playing, he identifies that there's going to be something missing. So I think he will be missed by Liverpool. And um, I mean, funny enough, yesterday I was just uh, looking at Basuma and uh, apparently that could be one uh, uh, someone that Liverpool are also eyeing as uh, Wijnaldum's replacement. Um, so yeah, it would be a great loss for Liverpool. But um, that, would pretty, that would be pretty like for like, I think. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Sty- stylistically. But uh, yeah, I think in terms of like work rate, like, Wijnaldum yeah, is yeah. second to none, man. Exactly, I was going to say. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, so um, yeah, he'll he'll be a good addition to to Barcelona as well. I think I think they need some someone yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man, let's go over to West London and Chelsea, um, who themselves have made quick work with two-legged monsters Atletico Madrid, and then beating Sheffield United by the same score as well um, to progress to the quarterfinals and the semi-finals in the Champions League and the FA Cup, respectively. Uh, Jake, on paper, your pathway to the Champions League final seems to be the easiest out of everyone. You got Porto in the quarters who knocked out the Italian champions, and in the semis, you might fa- you might face Liverpool or Real Madrid, who, by their own standards, obviously are not performing to their optimal best this season. You've got also two show on board. I don't think you have collected an L yet since he's been here. Um, is making the final in the Champions League the bare minimum you're expecting now, or? Um, I, w- I wouldn't say expect it. I think we need to be confident. I uh, it was really surprising because Tuchel did his um post oh, sorry his pre match conference for the FA Cup game straight after the Champions League draw, and he said like we're not going to fear anyone. Don't get me wrong; every team's a good team's that left, but we have to think about winning it, which is usually very surprising because you think of managers these days and they're usually going just one game at a time. Yeah. One I hate that. I hate that, man. I don't know why they do that. Just say, so, just say I want to win this, bro. I'm going to win yeah. this. Well, that I mean, it's a breath of fresh air to hear two girls say that. I think we have to be confident. Right? Mm. Porto is going to be very much what you expect out of Atletico. They're going to defend in 6-3-1. They're going to really go for the counter-attack, but they're going to be solid. They're going to be structured. I think we're going to dominate the ball. So it's going to be weird. Well, not weird. So it's going to be interesting to see how we deal with that because really Atletico should have done that. And you, I think Porto have been a lot more organised and, quite frankly, a lot better Like to shut down Juventus, even though the form they're in, like they've still got Ronnie up top. They've still got Chiesa in the form of his life. Like, mm. So, but yeah, I think we have... You know, you know what it is with Porto, yeah? They have like... Like, I think as a, as a team, they're, they're shit. But they just have these players that can just turn nothing into something. Yeah. Like basically like a bunch of Brunos, basically. That's <laughs> what they have in their team. So you have to be wary, bro. And the Pepe Renaissance at the back. Like, I think I yeah. saw he set the record for the most clearances in a Champions League game That's ever. That's the best game I've ever seen. Yeah, he was moving mad. Yeah. He played well for, for his age as well, man. Yeah. Um, I think even away from his, that was nuts. That performance was crazy. Mm. He was winning everything. Mm-hmm. Props to him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. Does, anyone, does anyone think that Porto has a chance against Chelsea? Yeah. I think yeah. it's the same situation as Liverpool, man. For real, I think that's so. Yeah, that that. I, I mean, I I really do think so. I think mm. I feel like it's going to be you one of them where you think it's fifty-fifty. I think Porto always uh, knew they're going to go in as underdogs. So if well, you think it's fifty-fifty. I feel like I feel like if if, if there's a team, if there's a team, Porto would have wanted. It's probably out of everyone that was left right now. They probably would have said Chelsea. Uh, che- yeah, mm. Chelsea or Dortmund, I would have said. But, 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 but the question is, is it 50-50? Is it 50-50 in your eyes? Bro, he says yes, bro. Bro, that's what I said, bro. Rebuttal him. Man. Why, why, why do you think Why do you think not? Porto, I... They're not that good. We are watching. But, but, but this is tournament football, man. Like, this is tournament yeah. football. I feel like with Porto, like, and evidence against Juventus kind of suggests that they're happy for, for teams to, to dominate the ball. They're happy yeah. for teams to play around them. Just as Jake said, if they keep solid, keep structured, you know, and 
basically Chelsea will have their chances. Chelsea will create chances. Whether Chelsea puts them away or not is something that we'll wait and see. But, but the thing is, the thing is, so will they. I don't know if you guys exactly, remember the group exactly. stage game against City. They gave City problems, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, no, they're no, not, they're not. They, they, they got players, bro. But Port are the sort of team that your, your your club draws, and then probably a couple of days before the game, even though you're confident before, you're thinking you're thinking, all oh, right. Uh, but not, it's could, a banana they slip. You, That's why they want to phase them. It's a banana yeah. slip. But yeah. yeah, man, Chelsea, Chelsea. But Chelsea fans have been doing the most though on my timeline. I've been seeing they they're <laughs> mad confident. Right, you got Madrid fans, Chelsea fans. <laughs> No, I, I've been seeing that, and to be quite frank, it's rubbish. Like I say, you need to be confident, but we're not going to smash Porto. It's not going to be a destruction job whatsoever. We're not just going to turn up and waltz to a 3 0 win. Hey, Jake, we can swap, you know. You can have Madrid <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I, I, I'd fancy it against Madrid as well. I genuinely would. Kenna, let me stay with you. <laughs> just bouncing off um what, what I said in regards to Chelsea fans being extremely ecstatic about the way they're playing and obviously the shift in mentality and a performance from all of their players since Tuchel came in. Yet, I have the feeling that the neutral fans are not entirely convinced about this Chelsea team. I just want to know what your opinion is on this Chelsea team and are you... Is this a case of a new manager's bounce? Are you convinced about this Chelsea team or are you thinking, hmm, yeah, yeah. What, what, now, are you I think it's a bit of both, definitely. But in the same breath, you can tell this Chelsea team are so coached. That's almost the, the best compliment I could give them of where either back three or when he switches it to a four, it seems like every single player knows exactly what they're doing. So, nah, I, I, I like this two side so far. And I think they're comfortable favourites against Porto. Like, the difference, in my opinion, to against Juve Juve is almost creative players. Who are you looking towards? Artur, um, Chiesa. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I expect, honestly, like a two-three-goal um, deficit between the two. Yeah. The experience against Atletico will, will pull them through, man, I think. Um, so, Jake, so obviously, um, away from the Champions League, FA Cup, you've done good business as well. Domestic Cup final is beckoning for you guys. Um but obviously you have to get past Man City who are chasing the quadruple. How big of a task do you think this is going to be? It's going to be a very hard game. It's going to be a very difficult game because, I mean, let's face it, City are the best team in the land by quite a long distance. Like, Not only are they playing so well up front like we're used to from a pep team, but their solidity is just unbelievable. Like Diaz mm. and Stones are such a fantastic partnership right now. They're so physical. They're both really good on the ball. Stones more so than Diaz. They're both quick. Like That's the thing with Chelsea is that our forward line, especially, has been very much match-up orientated. If we think you're going to sit deep, we're going to play Giroud and just try and get balls in. If we think you're going to go a bit higher, we're going to play Werner or Havertz and try and abuse that space that you're going to give us. And I think with City, you don't really have that because they have both attributes to be able to take you on. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough game. But I mean, I think Chargers said it, it's tournament football. Anything can happen. And this team needs to be confident. Like, it's not say, not walking in thinking we're going to win, but you can't go in thinking you're going to lose. And we need to just try and stop City. You need to go and see if you can go beat them. Yeah. Have you played them twice already or just the, the one time so far this season? We've played them once. That was when De Bruyne played his false nine and just decided he was going to abuse us for 90 minutes. So, oh, yeah. Okay. 
we've got them at the I think in May as well. So it could be very much a case of Champions League semi-finals, FA Cup semi-finals, and yeah. have them in the league. So it's going to be yeah. a very busy time for hopefully both teams. Yeah, Chelsea. All right, all right. Let's go over to the to the boys then, the Arsenal lads. after picking up all three points in the North London derby Arsenal went in um, the game against Olympiacos in a confident mood however they ended up losing 1-0 but are still through on aggregate they had a they had a catch up Premier League game this weekend versus West Ham and ended up drawing the game after being 3-0 down after 30 minutes Tabo yo my G obviously Arsenal's lack of consistency this season has been a huge concern for the supporters and everyone else, um, wh- what do you think? Th- where do you think this has come to? Is this a player thing or a manager thing? Who's who's to blame for this? I mean, I, I guess I'll start with maybe the Olympiacos game. If we look at the Olympiacos game, um, obviously um, unlucky to concede that goal um, as it came off Gabriel and went into the net. Um, so yeah, uh-huh. not much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll let you have your moment, but. Uh, on from that, Aubameyang gets two chance, clear-cut chances that he should stick in the net. Like, you know, I'd put my house on Aubameyang scoring that. And, okay, maybe not the first one, but the second one, one-on-one, I was celebrating already. But him leading up to the goal, I can see him already going on to his left side. And I'm like, mate, you look at the number you're wearing at Arsenal Football Club. Do you know what that man would have been doing? He would literally opening up his body and slotting that in the back of the net. And that's what I expected from Aubameyang. So in those situations, like we said at the beginning of the season, how can you blame Arteta when he set up the team, told them what to do, and then they just go and do that? Do you know what I mean? And same scenario um, against West Ham. I don't feel, okay, maybe um, someone like Munya might come on and blame um, Arteta for switching Mari and Gabriel after Gabriel had a good game against Kane last week. Uh, I don't know, but still putting out a team and 30 minutes, or in fact, not even 30 minutes, 10 minutes into the game, it felt like we were playing Man City and it just was not good enough. It felt I, like I, the boys didn't weren't alert. Like the same way that we were buzzing as fans to say, yo, I need this win. We need this W today to kick on. Let's get it. They, I think, they, they, I think they didn't look like that. It's easy Sorry. to blame. It's easy to blame Bamiyang and say, "Oh, he's the one to blame for." Not, not. I didn't blame him, but I no, just. No, no, no. I get, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying yeah. it's easy to say. Oh, you know, he could have finished that chance, but I just think for that game, man for man, one by one, no one turned up. No one wanted to play. It was just. It was. It, this is the Thursday one I'm talking about. To be fair, yeah. by the way, um, it it was just so poor, and especially at home after the away performance we had, I didn't see one player that really wanted to play out there. There was no one that was taking control of the game. Um, it did actually show how much we miss, we, we need Odegaard. And I know I've been one of his main critics, but he's actually quite pivotal in the way we play now, which is he links up the play better than anyone else on the pitch. Um, with that party in midfield, Shaka doesn't look as good. Um, Aubameyang is not as, he's not as, what's the word? He, he just, he doesn't go about the pitch as much as you would like from, your captain anyway. Uh, he doesn't shoot enough. He doesn't score enough. Uh, so he's just, he's not the same player as he was for the last two seasons anyway. So what are we saying then? Squad overall? 
I wouldn't say I wouldn't say squad overall. I'd say there is some players I'd keep. There's young. I would let the kids play, Andy. I'm not gonna lie to you, especially when it comes to the pre- to the prem. I would say look, let the kids play. I'm there's people like Martinelli who has a lot more energy than Aubameyang. And the way Arteta likes to play, it's all about energy. From the front, it's all about closing down, pressing. When you're on the ball, dribbling, taking a man on. Aubameyang is not that type of player. He's, he's not doing it. He's he doesn't really do that. He's not going to do that. Lacazette is not that type of sort of striker. He's a he's a neat and tidy striker. Who, again, Lacazette is, is not the same player as he was two years back. So he's doing the job right now, though. He's doing the job right now. Yeah. We need to get out. But I feel like um, get him out. Laka looks more of a threat than Aubameyang this season. If I'm yeah, hundred percent, I'd agree and with even, that. Agree. And, even, and even benefiting the team, not even like dangerous, but benefiting the team more and than even um, output. He's got he's got the most goals. It's, it's, it's funny because you know when we were talking in the previous seasons, Aubameyang, everyone said, "Oh, what? What's Laka doing?" So now Laka's doing something Aubameyang isn't. Why are we giving Laka the amount of flowers we were giving Aubameyang? Bro, because Laka's got the most goals and assists uh, for us. He's 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 most con- goals contribution and most assists. So y- you can't argue with what he's putting out there. When Aubameyang, it's not like he, his output isn't the, as best as it is. If Aubameyang's not scoring, he's not offering you everything, anything else. That's as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, but that's what, that's what he's saying. Why, why are people not giving Lacazette the same I feel like because Lacazette is still giving us the 10 goals. His expectations, man. Yeah, Lacazette was given, has been giving us 10 goals, whatever. I think yeah. 14 the most. So it, this is expected of Lacazette. We go a bit deeper into Lacazette a bit later on. Um, but let me let me just ask a question for everyone. Because obviously in the next in the next round, Arsenal have drawn um Slavia Prague, who have knocked out Rangers out of the Europa League. Uh they're they're a strong and organized team, but obviously um that game was made by a racist incident from a Shakhtar player towards Glenn Kamara. Um, obviously, they are Arsenal's next opponents. What did you guys make of, make of, make, make of that, them scenes over um, there? They shouldn't, they shouldn't be playing. Fam, should be, should be. You're right, you're right. I don't think they... Should. If UEFA are serious, yeah, this is a perfect chance to stamp racism out. Kick up. Right, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'll be happy if we got a bye, but there's more to it. There's more to the game. Mm-hmm. Wait, is, it, is this actually a conversation, though? Yeah. So basically, taking them out. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's. I, I think UEFA hasn't started any investigations yet. But oh, these men aren't gonna do anything. Exactly. Yeah. They'll start the investigation after the season's done, man. Yeah, I think so too. Hey, there's one way we just have to smash them up, and, like, obviously by beating them and usually like kick yeah. them out. What makes it What makes it worse is that obviously it's, of, he's he's an ex Arsenal player. We've got we've got to do it for him. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Alright, uh, Monya, are you, are you, Monya, are you local, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Alright, cool. So I remember, obviously, yesterday, uh, Shalom mentioned in the group chat that Lacazette should be sold, um, as Arsenal should try and cash in on this on this temporarily informed informed style that he's putting out right now. Um, he's your club's top scorer currently, and seems to be having his best season for Arsenal goals wise. Uh, so what did you make of Shalom wanting to get rid? Did you understand? I mean, like I'm saying, I just, I just feel like it's not the right... I get why he would say to, it's time to cash out, but it's, it's just not now. Not Now's not the time to do it. Um, I just feel like it's playing the best football um, he has in a while. Let's actually not cash him out, but cash in and make him, you know, like... What's the word I'm looking for here? Like, appreciated by the club. Mm. I get uh, it, it, might, it might be a Bobby Firmino thing, you know, because that's what we said. And now look, 
won't even get ten mil for that guy. But who are we bringing in? Like, if we if we're not having if we're getting him out, who are we bringing in? Monia, Monia, Let me just pose it a little bit different. His contract ends next summer. And we've, uh, we, you've just gone through this Obama Yang Ozo thing of giving them a contract, then they just drop. What, what would you do? Give him mm. another contract? Sell him, Joe. Lose him in the, fr- yeah, sell him in the summer or lose him for free at the end of next season? <laughs> nah, I'm tired yeah. of us sending people for free. So, yeah, if that's the situation, <laughs> collect, that's it. I'm done. Like, we're known as a club that we just lose cash from everyone. Yeah, that, that just goes to show how much you actually value him. Then, like, if you're willing to to say, "Listen, we want some cash for you," rather than pushing for a no, new contract. No, Chris, you just you literally just missed what I said. Like, you just ignored what I said. We are known for letting people go on the free. If you look mm-hmm. at our outgoings, a lot of the players we've had to pay out Mustafi. We had to pay out Ozil. We've let people go out for free. Yeah, I, I get we that. But my my point in. my point was like, what about refining him? Or extending his contract, you didn't. Oh you didn't yeah, I'll be, up, I'll be up for that. I'll be up for him staying. I what? Like I said, I, let me tell you now. I don't even have Aubameyang's n- number shirt at the back of my top. I only have Lacazette because he's my between the two. He's my favorite. Obviously, Laka. I mean, Aubameyang gets the goals and this and everything, but Laka is he's, he's that guy, man. He's got that hairline in it. He's got that hairline in it. Yeah. That's Lacazette. 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 Man, we also we also need. looks finest. We also need people, like, I just know from from, from from young at least Leon days. Like don't get I'll be honest. Even for the dressing room, like, I wouldn't even look at like, I wouldn't even look at like a Bamiang like that, like when he's at Dortmund. Obviously we knew about him, but I wasn't as excited as I was watching Lacazette. Like, Lacazette like, has always been my guy. Like when we finally signed him, I actually <laughs> bought a shirt with his name on there. <laughs> I don't know. People so, are rubbishing. When you're in Tabo, you would give Lacazette like, a new contract. I didn't say I'll give him a new contract, did I? Munya did. Munya did. Munya okay. Did. Oh no, I thought Tabo was close signing it. But... Well, no, uh, you gave me the. You you said to me, Pete, would I rather sell him for free or get him um, an extension? And I, and I was, my point is, if he's gonna leave, we need to get some cash. Can and, I and say something means, really wild? If, if that means us getting an extension, then we give it to him. But if 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 you're telling me now, options. Uh, one, you <laughs> let him go for free, or two, we sell him for cash. Oh, we need the cash. And I, I never yeah. said so, I so that goes like, back to my original point then about you don't value him that much. Then I think we do value him, but we need to sell him for the likes of Ed, not Eddie Balogun and Eddie in order to get that sorted. Because currently, someone like Balogun is saying, Where's my pathway to playing? And there isn't any pathway if we have Aubameyang, yeah, exactly, Aubameyang and Lacazette and Eddie. And so you need to cut him. And he is the Can best. I, but asset-wise, I think his his stock is up right now. Sell from him. From a business point of view. From a business point. Yeah. Exactly. You need to sell him, get him out of the way. There's, there's no point of sentiment anymore. Yeah. If, yeah. if if you're not, if you're not, you know, delivering as much as, as a top striker would, just face it, he's not doing that. Thank you. So this is so this yeah, is both this this is both players as well though. That's what I'm saying right yeah, now. Like, and, yeah. and and obviously obviously this Yang is another, as well. Exactly like, sentiment. Like we didn't truly we shouldn't have <laughs> the way Yang is moving is moving kind of nuts because so we, we were about to say we shouldn't have given a obviously obviously this listen I, I was about to say it but the way Yang is moving is making me feel some type of way because it's giving us a, a 50-50 performance maybe it's this season maybe it's a lot of things 
I'll just leave it to that. But we <laughs> should love but, Yang, you know. <laughs> but 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 you we shouldn't make that mistake we made with Ozil and we can't even, might be looking like we're making Aubameyang to do with Lacazette selling whilst he's hot and get that money invest and invest in youngsters or be, get some oh actually invest in the kitty for Odegaard sell him that free the free hundred and fifteen million yeah I see it. All right, let's let's move on, man. Um, let's go to Manny. Um, because United did good business in the Europa League as well, beating AC Milan in the San Siro. Um, it was a tightly contested occasion, but they 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 came through in the end with a one 0 win. Then you had a FA Cup quarter final game v Leicester, but uh, Leicester eventually ran out comfortable winners. Um, Char. Yep. So obviously the loss to Leicester yesterday must have been a hard watch. For United fans, um, do we attribute tiredness, sluggishness, lack of rotation from the manager, or is this United's normal level and things are starting to unravel? Which is not my uh, words; it's just things I've been seeing. I'm just a host. Don't buy yeah, my enough. Um, I think um, it's it's a mixture of both. I think for, I think Oli was slightly naive um, yesterday. I think he um, kind of yeah he he was naive in a sense. I think he should have picked our strongest team from the get go. Um, obviously, I think we had Shaw on the bench. Um, McTominay was on the bench. Um, Can I just say, Bruno are you bench. saying that that team couldn't get no, the that's, job? That's not, what, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think he was naive in the sense that you go, you go into games like Leicester. If, okay, if that was a Premier League game, he, the Shaw, McTominay, Bruno all play. But then they've got, so, but then so, them guys so, got a, got a play as well, no. So let God do his thing. But it's 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 not the sense that I don't think the team was good enough. I just think that I think he was naive in the sense that it's it's a mentality thing, isn't it? If 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 you're starting a match day, a quarterfinal of a game, but you hear the best players on the bench, you're automatically thinking he he's thinking about. It. And then when Ole after the game came out and said, like Bruno, for example, he he, he he's human. We have to rest and we have to manage his minutes. Right. So right. a lot of other people done that. Um, I think I think that's what we have to ignore. So I think that's that's on Oli. That's my that's my issue with Oli. I still think we had enough quality out there to win the game. Right. Um, right. However, I think overall, um, I think I read somewhere in the space of when we played. Um, I think we played five or six games. Um, Leicester only played two. Um, and I think if anyone with eyes could see, but we just looked off the pace. I think we started. We I think after they started well, we got a goal, um, but we just never looked like we were the dominant team. I think if you watch a lot of United's games, especially in the last couple of months, um, we've been quite dominant with and without the ball um, in a lot of games. Um, but I, don't, I think this games we yeah we just were off it. Fred was having an absolute shocker. I don't know what he was smoking that that put the game for, but it was certain it was certain it was certain loud. Um, but yeah, he was just yeah it, it was just an off day. I might. Am I pissed off about it? Obviously, coming into the season, if we don't win anything, yeah, I'm gonna be. But for now, um, yeah, it, it's one of those things in there. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not happy. With it. I'm not going to deny. It. I like I don't care. Um, it was a chance for silverware. I'll, I'll be going to miss a chance. Prez, yeah, you said it was just a shit game, innit? Yeah, just a shocking performance. Yeah, I understand. Katie may play a, a part in it, but we did make changes between. Uh, that game and our last game. So we, we did have fresh legs on the pitch. Um, I feel like, you know, looking at that front four, uh, you know, there was definitely enough within that to to hurt Leicester. Um, but the cohesion just didn't seem there. 
there just wasn't wasn't enough to 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 really you know force the issue at any point. And I feel like um, when I think about Fred's performance, as Charles already said, he was shocking. Like that was, I mean, I have a lot to say about Fred as it is, but that really like yeah, I've never been bad. so frustrated. I've never been so frustrated watching him, man. Like and. Um, not only like his his errors leading to the goals and his his, his bad Rough positioning, day. but just his overall play was just flipping just blind, man. Like too many um, touches, he, too many touches, inability to transition the ball for his passing. Um, when he did get the ball, he was running around like a headless chicken. Um, you would see he was like stepping over people's runs that would were you know getting in the way of people's runs, getting in the way of people's passes. Like like Paul said, he must have been on something loud because <laughs> the performance was just a shambles. Yeah. But let's not forget that just uh yeah, we had a, a very I think we had a very, very, very intense game um against Milan, obviously a few days before that. Um so it's yeah, it's it's do we deserve corn? Yes, but but in terms of look, we we played the third best team in the country as of now. Um I get that part. No, nah, man, like the performance no, no just didn't yeah, warrant, yeah, it didn't yeah. warrant a result, you know what yeah, I mean? So. Yeah, there was no, yeah, there was no, there was no positive to take on that game for me. It was just more of a case of like. You almost got your lucky. We have the international break. Um, dust yourself off. Hopefully, get a few of our players um, a lot, get a lot more game time in their legs. Um, and yeah, we, we sort of need to see out the the, the, the the next next couple of. Oh, months. sorry. One more thing before we move on. Like the substitutions that he made pissed me off as well, Ole. So yeah. he, I think, in the last couple of games, he's made like two two subs between those two games, and then when you know the game is pretty much on the line with like twenty minutes to go or fifty minutes to go, however long it was. He throws on four substitutes at once, takes off Pogba, takes off Van der Beek. And I feel like um, those were two players obviously involved in the goal and would have probably made something happen along with bringing Bruno on. So I thought they were kind of brainless substitutions. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, no, for, to be honest, yeah, I agree in a sense that I wouldn't have taken them off if I'm like if I'm being like I'm a fan and I'm not going to be thinking about everything around sort of football relations. However, I remember even before the game, um, Ole was talking and, and I think they were talking about Ole, um, they weren't even sure Pogba would be that like, have enough to even play more than forty five minutes. Um, so mm-hmm. I, 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 I think that that substitution I expected. I think some of the others were a bit. I always think when you, when more than two players come on at the same time, it, it, it just rocks things. Disrupts everything, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. disrupts everything. So I, that, yeah, I agree with you in the sense that when that happened, I was just like a bit like, yeah, this game's done. Like, there's no way they're gonna come up um, to the speed of which we need. I think um, Cavani hadn't played like last couple of games. It was just weren't gonna happen. Um, I think he was almost like wishing for it to happen more than anything else. So yeah, yeah, it, it, the box falls on Ole, but. As as we know, football's funny thing, and if we go win Europa and finish second, then who's talking about? But at the same time, then then yeah, it's peak. Stephen, what do you guys think about Fred? Do you do you see him for the future? Yeah, nah, we got upgraded. We got. Do you know what it is? I think I've been happy with the progress in the sense that he's gone from bad, like really bad, to to okay. But I think if we need to take the step, we need a bit more quality in there. Um, I've, we've tried to do the McTominay and Pogba thing. I don't think there's enough legs that so we. I think we need to go in the market and find a, a Declan Rice or something. Yeah, someone who can get about and do the running. Go buy Leicester. 
Genuinely, yeah, indeed, that left indeed, 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 is a flipping beast. Bro, I told you, man. Yeah. There's three players in Leicester's team right now. Yeah. Oh. yeah if we get, if we can get a, a DM like that, then then yeah, I think I think that's where we, that's what we need to. I think that needs to be one of our priorities. To be honest, I think probably more than that, even an attacker because it's, yeah, it's glaring at the moment. Do you guys? Do you reckon that's a kind of a waste of money for buying Fred in retrospect? Absolutely, oh, yeah, no, yeah, for that, that, that price, was, yeah, yes. Yeah, 100%. That, yeah, but that then was that, that video that got posted shows uh, that he was that, man. No, no, no. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Fred, do you know what? No, no, no. I'm not going to sit here. Mad. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Fred's dead, Fred's this, Fred's that. Fred, no, I, I like Fred. I think he's got qualities that most teams nah, need. No, Fred catfished you, man. He catfished me. I, 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 I thought I, you I, were a baller. If you're not going to both of us, I don't mind, bro, because Fred is not good enough to be United. Yeah, that's my point. He's not good enough to to be in a team that's that's meant to be challenging for the majors that's like, my point do exactly. I think he's good yeah but he's not good enough for United and, and this is the thing like we're talking about how he's, he's gone up a level but where was that level originally you know what I mean it was it was low so yeah. how much how much has he really gone up do you know what I mean yeah. but, I think he should be a squad player not someone is he really Brazilian <laughs> yeah let's move man let's move <laughs> uh, Mitch let me go to you because um, this was a bit of a talking point in the group chat as well uh, prior to the AC Milan game, Ole said something interesting that divided opinion. I'm just paraphrasing him here, but he said something along the lines of that um, doing well and winning in cup competition is not necessarily a bar- barometer of progress. So doing well and being high up in the league table is the real show of progression for a football club. Um, I know Tabo had some strong words in regards to that and a different opinion to what press for and to what Ole said. Uh, what did you make of that? Do you feel like uh, doing well in cup competition does not necessarily mean there's progression or the um, other way around? Where, I think it sort, of, it sort of depends on the position you're talking about. If you're sixth in the league and but predict, you know, and, and winning FA Cups, I wouldn't say it's a bad, bad season. But if you're, let's say, bottom half of the, of the league and winning cup matches. And I would say there's not been any progression because it's, you know, cup matches, anyone can, at the end of the day, anyone can win it. A man with sense. To a standard. It's like, if you're talking about Carling Cups. The thing cups. I've heard you say, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's cupping, he's cupping, man. Bro, I'm actually Hold being, on, let him land, let him land, let him land. I'm being, I'm being honest because I, I would say, you know, with Arsenal, we're a prime example of that, to be fair. We've won FA Cups, but I don't think there's been a pro- there's been progression. We've actually gone gone backwards, basically. Um, so that's a very good example. But if you're, if let's say United, I would, although I hate to admit, I hate to admit, there has been progression. You haven't won any trophies, but there's been progression, and that's that's my opinion on that. To be fair. So is it is it? Are you saying that the because of where they they are in the league table, they're second in the league. Over, yeah, 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 there's, there's over progression. Yeah, they're second in the league. You can't argue with that. They're they're second in the league in the quarterfinals of Europa, and but yeah, their their competitiveness in basically everything is not there in cups and in the league. But if you so, if you compare them in in quality in what they were playing at two years ago to what they're playing now, there's mm. progression. If you talk just talking about general play and obviously the Bruno is a big factor in that, mm. but there is you can see progression. United are a harder team to beat and they score more goals. It's as simple as that. Yeah, press. But, yeah. You 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 was one that um kind of stood on Ole's side on that. Elaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I, it's it's more like I understood what he was trying to say like around basically what Mitch was alluded to like the league progression in the league and your 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 finishing position or your league position 
is a better indicate an indication of your club's progress rather than winning winning an FA Cup or winning a Carabao Cup because I don't think that those will give you uh, a true indication of of the, the the progression that the club has made and I, I fully I fully agree with Mitch. So um, from my perspective, like well, I think we're like twelve points better off than we were last season at this point uh, in the league. And all we can do is get the results from the games we play. I know there are people that say, oh, well, it's because this team has fallen off or that team has fallen off. But we still have to play the games and win them and get the points. So I don't think you can you can you can use the argument of other teams not not being up to, to scratch when we still have a job to do. So yeah, that's my Prez, Prez if I ask you one thing of where I, I agree with you, I'm with you and Mitch. I've always said of where I'd always rather finish second in the league slash compete than win FA Cup, Carling Cup, Europa, etc. But mm. you're on track to finish second. Realistically, you'll even finish second with less points than what Mourinho did in his season. What would be the difference in your eyes? Because you would have won less. Because I think you won Europa that season, right? This is my point. What would be the difference? What would be the difference finishing second without trophies? No, no, to that season in terms of let's say even progression. Because I, I, did, I, did, I do remember you guys saying that when when I, I I put the question in because under Mourinho you finished second as well and, mm-hmm. and one Europa. You guys, and you guys were, and one Europa. You guys were saying yeah, but I didn't see that as progression. So wh- why are you see Sustain, sustainable football, man? It's it's completely different. Ask any United. Do, fan. do you reckon? Do you reckon? Well, what is the difference? Hockey, look, I right, I explain the difference. What's your style? When, when, what's your style? What's your style? I, 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 let me explain. Then. Let me explain. When we were under Jose Mourinho, yeah, we used to go to away to teams like Liverpool, um, like the, the the bigger teams, even though the bigger teams, most teams actually, and we used to change for them. Fast forward now, you you can say what you want about stats and and whatnot. United play the same way in most games, regardless of who they are. Key example of that is the game. I think even though it was the FA Cup, it was the game against Liverpool. That was probably the first game I really felt, yeah, like we're actually playing. We're not changing our way or playing to suit the opponent. If you, then, and to me, that is the biggest sign of progress, isn't it? Because under Jose, I, 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 I hated watching United. I hated it. I hated it. Every single game that I would go into it thinking we, we we could win, but 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 we won't play well. Now. I'm confident going into more games and I, I, I enjoy watching us as a fan. So you can throw to me any stats you want about the the, the Jose the Jose season and then obviously the, the Ole season, but the facts remain. And if you ask 90% of United fans, I'm a lot happier now than I was two years ago, 100%. And, and for me, under Mourinho, winning that Europa League trophy, I, I didn't see that as a sign of more to come. Like I think I think I, I said that in in the group. I still, you know, I think I think I don't even think we finished second that season. We won Europe. No, I think yeah. we finished sixth. I think we finished yeah, sixth. You finished that outside the top four. Exactly. Oh, so and that, that got, gives and that you, got that, you champs. Exactly. So we got champs through winning the Europa League, not through our league position. So but don't forget, it was through Mourinho's gamble. Mourinho actually gambled and forgot about the league and concentrated on Europa. If you remember, like he tapped. Well, that, because that was his only option. Because there no, was no, no way no, we were no. going to get yeah. top four at that point. Nah, there's like, there's like, there's a game that he threw. There's no, but there's a game. There's a few games that he threw, basically in light of um, you guys approaching. Yeah, but I think that Europa was League. He made and a decision about getting based on our exactly. Yeah, like it's kind of it's kind of simple it. maths in a way we because to get to 
Exactly. We, we weren't going to get top four at that point. Jose was under duress. He had a, he had a call to make. I remember clearly. Cha, cha, cha. Just last thing, sorry. Just penny for your thoughts here. Yeah? I've just compared this. I know you'll say don't care about stats, but I've just compared your two seasons of this season finishing second and Jose second. You had 14 shots per game under Jose. You've got 14 shots on target, on goal for Oli. You had 54% possession under Jose. You have 54% possession against with Oli. So statistically, underlying stats, it's exactly the same. But to your point, it's probably like the feel-good factor more than anything tangible because results-wise, it's exactly the same. But it's not just the result. I, better. I, 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 I'm pretty sure if we went through how many goals we scored, we probably scored more goals this season we have we didn't in but that under, season. But underlying Jose. stats is exactly the same. What, possession? Exactly the same. Possession and shots on, tar- shots on goal. Come on, man. That's not underlying stats, bro. That just means that like we had in around the same. All right, let's move Andy, on. Let's move Andy, on. take the woman. Let's move on. Uh, press, quickly. Um, obviously, yeah. in the Europa League, you're facing um, Spanish mid-table team Granada. Um, mm-hmm. Just one of those teams that are very annoying to play against. However... As a United fans, you must be glad with this particular draw. What are your expectations going into this quarterfinal tie? A win. <laughs> uh, simple as that. Straight, win straightforward for, things, yeah? Straight, straightforward. Um, and that's my expectation. Uh, Granada, I think, <laughs> are like eighth, eighth in the league. Um, yeah. yeah so, you know, you know, we've, we've beat Sociedad um, over two legs, uh, who are, you know, fifth in the league. And they got, they got spanked over the weekend as well. So, Bad, yeah, I, bad, they're bad um, Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm not expecting anything less than a, than a, a win um, and a, a comfortable uh, route to the next round, which is uh, against either Roma or Ajax. If we don't, don't get progress, Porto, bro. Ole out. <laughs> yeah, Ole out, boy. If we do not progress, I don't care. All right, let, let's finish out. off. Let's finish off with Spurs then. Obviously, uh, Strizer's not here, but. You know, we'll, we'll take up the mantle for him. Uh, they first lost, obviously, to Arsenal in a very poverty manner. And then, if that was not enough, Mislav Orsic dropped a hattie on their head tops. And Spurs are officially out of the Europa League. Um, even though, because of the whole Slavia Prague situation, they may be reinstated somehow, some way. Uh, they went away to Villa yesterday and booked a much-needed win. Uh, so, Munya, um, obviously, we have discussed several times before but again, after the Dinamo pamming, a lot of talk has come up again in regards to Harry Kane leaving Spurs. But obviously, we all know that Levi will be pricing him out and taking him hostage. Um, he's going to be 28 this summer. Levi or Levy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got you back. I got you back. I got you back. All right, cool. Levy, sorry. Um, but yeah, what would be realistic the next step for Harry Kane if that was you? Because his contract is up in 2024 as well. So he's, he's still got a while. Yeah, there's still time. And I think the question is now is, is the Carling Cup, well, so the, whatever it's called nowadays. Um, Caribbean. Yeah, if they win that, is that going to be enough for Harry King? Um, and to be honest with you, I don't think it is. Um, if they were to win it, if Harry's serious right now, and I mean, I, I, I don't say this because I'm an Arsenal fan. He now kind of needs to put himself first. He has been loyal to that club. And they've been great to him, but all good things must come to an end. So if I'm Harry Kane, and yes, if I do win the um, Caribbean Cup, I still have to think about what, what what's next for me. Can this team take me to the Premier League? So obviously that's what you want to win, right? But at the position right now, yes, they could be fighting for top four, but should they not be winning the league? Like he's, he's going to be thinking that there's teams out there that need a forward. 
And but this is the that, worst market to move in, man. He's pissed, man. He's very man United pissed. And Man City. Um, obviously, there's other players in contention that could be going to those clubs. If I'm Harry Kane, I need to think after the Euros, because we've got, remember, we've got the Euros as well. Because once the league finishes, his he's focus is going to be the Euros. What, what's next for me? And it's going to be hard because I honestly, I think he needs to. But to there move. is no way, there's no, you, you mentioned United and City, yeah? But there is no way Mourinho and even um, Levy are selling to a domestic. I, I don't see them do that. Unless there's uh, bread but, but, on the table. It, it, but and who it, else it has to be 130 minimum. It has to be 130 at the bare minimum. That's for him to accept. Minimum. That's for him to even consider it. Bro, I can see that man in PSG dropping the bag on him if he wants to go there. If he sells him back, do you know there needs to be a chain of events? Yeah, yeah, for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts, I, yeah. I don't see Harry moving abroad. Yeah, same. Listen, yeah, Kane wants to win a Premier League, bro. Yeah, he's he's either, chasing the record as well, I reckon. It, it's yeah. either it's either uh, Tottenham break the bank uh, and um, you know buy players. I don't see, I don't see Tottenham selling to a rival, though. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's either. To keep him, they're gonna have to buy players this coming year to say, okay, no this is what we're trying well. to do, or they have to just let him go. If, on the flip they, side, are you gone? Sorry, gone, press. Yeah, just quickly, if they do let him go, and I reckon it would be a long shot. If they do let him go, then I think that's just kind of Levy conceding that you know we're not serious about winning exactly. any league anytime exactly. soon. You, you know what? I I kind of disagree. Pride, man. I kind of disagree. I think they can sell Kane and build around Son. That's my rebuttal to that. Mm. And just to add yeah. to that, because mm. Kane was saying the fact that they've got no keys, they get a large sum amount from Kane. You know they can. They had the Gareth Bell one, but they didn't handle it well. They got a second chance, and like you said, Shalom, they use that money to build it around Son. Well, who's really buying Kane, a 29-year-old? Kane can actually be bought. You man are just sneezing. United have been sneezing no, for a while. No, 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 to be fair, no, no. United are big... Yeah, if we're not going for Kane, if he's available, we're big snoozers, 100%, because everyone knows that's what we probably need. However, I don't know. I think in the climate now, I just I find it hard seeing anyone... But if you're going to drop 80... If, you're, if yeah. you're going to drop 80 on Sancho... Just drop, bro. It's not Do gonna some be negotiating summer, with a. Player. Oh, you can just drop, drop something plus Martial. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would do. Yeah, let's. Oh yeah, that one. 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 That no, not 60, 80. They'll do 80. They'll do 80 and Martial. 70, 75 and that way. 80. Oh, man. Bluffing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, man. Curious <laughs> case as well, yeah, while we're, we're, we're there. The we for the fee. <laughs> oh, cha. Um, That's the last one on Spurs. Um, Obviously, now Spurs kind of got nothing to play for in terms of cup competition, so they can completely focus um on their quest for top four. They currently sit four points behind Chelsea. Um... Trajectory-wise, history-wise, do you mm. think this is realistic and achievable target for Spurs? Nine games left? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They, are, they are in the Carling Cup final as well, to be honest. Yep, yep. I, yeah. I do think, I, I actually yeah. think, yeah, I do think they can end up with a respectable season. 
Um, I think in well, in terms of what you brought Jose in for, if he wins Caribbean Cup, then thumbs up. If he doesn't, then it's thumbs down. It's just very big extremes in it. But yeah, I do think they they could so, definitely go on runs when they win like a couple games in it. Yeah, so I, I definitely so, think it's so, possible. So I got a question in light of what we asked earlier. So if Jose did manage to finish in top four, would that be a sign of progression because he's finished in top four this season? Whereas I think they, you have to take that with a pinch of salt because. Spurs but this is this is the point out we were making uh, with like you, the United situation. Not to bring it up again, but it's this. It's just another way of well, looking at it. If he finishes top four season. Yeah, it's if he was, backwards. would you then be like, oh, that's progression? I'll deal with that. I'll deal with that. Because the way Jose play football doesn't mean that, you know, that it doesn't guarantee a bit of success. It probably will. So top four, it's probably the best... But it, it's not the best way to play football to win. And I think Spurs team, the Spurs fans would prefer better playing football plus success. And that's the issue here. Now, if you ask, if you ask Strizza, he says he just wants trophy. They just want one trophy to get them across that, you know, line. And then from there, they're expecting the rest to follow, I think. They're hungry for that. But anyways, um, you know, Spurs... They can still reach top four and they can still collect the Carabao Cup. So let's see. Let's stay tuned for that. Um, any shots? Let's head to the bar. Yeah, I've got one. Just a quick one. So everyone, toast up. It's mm-hmm. for the senior man. Yes, I just thought sir. I'd give him a little shout out, man. Um, he's, come, he's almost returned to form of where the But he's a fool, bro. Four, After that years miss, ago. two years ago. I guess bro, six. senior man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Shout out him, man. He's he's almost yeah. Vardy slipped off the past couple of weeks, months, and he's he's just stepped up. Stepped up, yeah. Big time, man. Big time. Realistically, imagine imagine Leicester managed to finish second and then win an FA Cup. Crazy, man. Now nah, shout out him, man. Shout out. Senior man. Yeah, I got a shot. I got a shot. Surprise <laughs> shot. Martin Odegaard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been People going are planning the, the shots last... before the pod. What the hell? Yeah, I've been going at him for the last two weeks, but you gotta understand the heartbreak that this club has caused me. Sometimes I question, I question everything. Um, he's been doing well, man. Especially in the weekend, he did show like showed his talent. He when 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 Troy Deeney said we lack cojones, we showed cojones on the weekend. Um, shout out to him. He had how many? He had like ninety five touches. Pass accuracy was ninety three percent. Passes in opposition half 60. Jules one six. Key passes four. Shots three. Ball recoveries two. He just showed he was a bro. Bro, he's your best player, bro. I wouldn't say that. Calm down. Bro, bro. he is, man. <laughs> don't, <laughs> just, just, don't forget. Don't forget like he just is. He was actually scoring or assisting. He was still effective. I think that's what I lie. Doing. Exactly. That, that was my point. You know what? Shout out both him and Saka because when they play together, you can see the difference. Right? Know, Just giving me separate flowers, Joe. <laughs> Trust me. It's Donnie. Any more? Yeah. Um, yeah. One more quick shot. Um, sorry, Jake. Um, well sought on Arsenal. Um, luckily, there's no fixtures um, coming up for another week or two, so this won't come back to bite me. Um, I just want to say, you know, Look at the Benfica game and the West Ham game. Some may say West Ham dropped form, but I'm liking this new, you know, I might say new Arsenal, but the new character that this team is showing. Because I know this club before against Benfica when we went down 
and against West Ham, the game would have been over. But they're showing fighting spirit. And, you know, as I keep saying, let's aim for a respectable finish to the end of the season. And that's all I can ask for. All right, cool. Press, have your shot. Um, yeah, mine is for Mason Greenwood, man. Um, I think myself and Char have been talking about his overall game and his performances uh, recently. And although the goals have been lacking in comparison to last season, um, I feel like his general play has really improved. He's matured. Um, he's, you know, he's pressing up the pitch has improved. His link-up play, he's always looking busy in and around uh, the 18-yard box. And I feel like um, the goals will eventually come, whether it be uh, next season um, or, you know, the back end of this season. But yeah, shot, shot for Mason Mason Greenwood, only player who really showed any real um, attacking impetus anyway uh, against Leicester. So yeah, shout hey, out. How him. many how many goals has he got this season? Yeah, well, that, that doesn't really matter right now. Like, I think yeah. he's got like three less than Slacker. Let's have our last shot, Jake. Um, my shot is for <laughs> my beautiful defensive midfielder, N'Golo. I think against Atletico, to say he was all over what the park man. was an understatement. That boy was yeah. everywhere. That was his best performance since the Europa League yeah. final against Arsenal. He was he, he just did not let Atletico through. He was fantastic. And if he's going to play like this for the rest of the season, oh, baby. Champions, yeah. <laughs> is that you, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I didn't say that you did. I'm <laughs> Golo back. No, I say no well. more, Jake, man. He's not he's not buying again. Um <laughs> remember to follow us on our socials, Varbar Podcast on Twitter and Varbar Pod on Instagram. I know I've got that wrong, but whatever, man. And as of this weekend, we have gone live on YouTube. So obviously, episode 55 is day and now. This episode will be on YouTube as well. Uh, please subscribe to our channel, Varbar Podcast. Give us a like and comment as well. We will be uploading all of our episodes from there on from there uh, from episode fifty five onwards as well. My apologies, damn. Um, if you are li- if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate us a five star and to comment. My name is Rapping Drew. We are the VBP boys, and we out. Peace. Later. Hey, Kyle.